Well, I was, and then I was going to be like, and on that note, hello and welcome to Journey Through the DecaCast, a Kamen Rider retrospective through the lens of Decade, where I am Shin Garrett. I'm Evan. And I'm Chris, who's actually been evil all along. Oh no! I was just pretending to have the human capacity for empathy. Oh, okay. I mean, you can still stay on, though. Like, that's fine. I mean, yeah. Hopefully it won't keep me from enjoying Kamen Rider. Um, this week we watched episodes 25 and 26 of Kamen Rider Yuki, entitled Combining Oija... Oija? Oija? Oja. Oja. And um, Zolda's Assault. So remember that thing where they were like, last week, where they were like, the, the game's off, there's no more game. Um... That that was pointless. That that barely even happened. Yes, I mean, it's just it's just Shiro being like, "I'm gonna take my game and go home." It's like I don't I don't like. <laughs> he doesn't even do it though. He's just like, well, he's just like, go go talk to my sister and you'll get your game powers back. Go stop. It, he doesn't specifically say it, but it very much felt like Shiro is going. Oh no. My sister is too interested in what is actually going on, and I just want her to shut up. Do, do, yeah, I shouldn't imply that. I just want her to shut up and do what I say and listen and just kind of exist off to the side while all this goes on, and then eventually... She'll, it's all for her, but she gets no input. So, like, the thing I do not get is... There's this big thing about how they need to find Yue, but, like, why can't Shiro do it him himself? Like, spoilers, she's at the beach next to the ocean, which definitely has zero reflective surfaces. He said uh, sarcastically. Do, do, uh, do natural reflective surfaces count? I think we've only seen artificial reflective surfaces used yeah, to go to the mirror well, I don't. I think, it, I think it is only artificial that they can come through. Well, that's dumb. I mean, maybe. I mean, that's all we've seen so far. We haven't seen them come through any natural reflections. So that may change in Unless the future. Unless I'm forgetting but... one. Well, well, yeah, or we're forgetting them. That's true. That is also possible. Um, that's basically, like, the what, the first, like, half of the episode? Yeah, it is Find Yui. She's, she's, she's somewhere, and... I need her to stop investigating what's going on because the because reasons. Yeah. Because reasons, yeah. So like Reiko's like talking to Takeshi about his stuff. The boys, Shinji and Ren, do the UA search. Um they go like to the house, Shinji, which is their childhood home that we find out from Auntie. Um Yeah. Shinji's like, they, I've seen a mirror place. I've seen, like, windows covered up like this before. They do have an extremely weird bit where they're like, huh, someone must have known about the mirror world. Huh, mirror monsters are really dangerous when we don't have our contract monsters. Now, I guess let's just open this, this covered mirror here. That'll probably be fine. Yeah. They find, like, the ripped thing. And then they nearly get murdered by a 
a weird monster. Yeah, they find um the in like the rip newspaper like the painting that UA found, which is apparently just a drawing that UA did when she was a child. And then they go to the or Orei Coast, Orei Coast. What I what 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 I have no the idea. The beach. They, they went to the beach. To the beach. <laughs> um, they're also being hunted by mirror monsters. Um, Reiko continues to get played about how. Um, yeah, it's Asakura is doing this entire like. This was making me very upset before it finally coalesced but asakura is doing this entire thing of maybe maybe all my problems are just because i was a troubled kid and my there was a fire at my house when i was young and my brother died and i tried to save him i honestly don't know (laughs) what i would have preferred at this point Yeah, I don't know. Maybe something between no, he was just born evil, or like it was just society's fault, man. Yeah, but no, he's 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 trying to convince Reiko that hey, you should help me find my brother because he's alive, and I should I want to I want to see him again. And Reiko is, of course, like, oh, I guess he's actually still human and not just a monster. And I'm sitting here going, even if, even if he was killing people, he's he's still human. He's not a monster. He's just a monstrous human. Yeah. So there's that whole thing. Um, we get a shot of a lawyer who's like, ah, Shiro. He is as selfish as us all. And then he like goes and passes out for a little bit. Apparently he's yeah he's yeah. not doing great for some reason I forget why but I think this has something to do with the contract monsters being gone which I, I actually thought this was kind of interesting the the idea that having the common writer power is like keeping him alive seems to be the implication here yeah I could I I yeah well that's true I was kind of thinking oh I guess the havoc without having the common writer power he's uh, regress his illness is going on harder. Yeah, I could see either way. Um, and then we get like Goro backstory. They uh, Goro feels guilty because like he was involved in some petty crime when he was young, and in order to defend him, lawyer guy had to miss a medical appointment that meant that his terminal illness, mysterious terminal illness that's killing him is was not discovered until slightly later than it otherwise would have been and this this apparently means that uh goro is responsible well goro feels responsible at least yeah right uh lawyer guy does not seem to blame him at all for this which seems like the more reasonable thing like you don't know the doctor would have found it if you had gone to the them that day yeah it's you don't know it and it's blaming yourself like that is just not great all right it makes it seem like they're very like uh goro is extremely romantically interested in lawyer guy i mean maybe (laughs) it i i definitely he's got like a lot of guilt tied up in this relationship i definitely got a bit of the feeling of like this is this this could totally be the oh look at the two attractive men being very close to each other isn't this great middle aged ladies? I mean, or it's like that that honor like yakuza thing 
Because well, yeah, Goro I mean, totally looks like a gangster dude. It can be both. <laughs> That's true. It, it yeah. can be both. That is correct. Having seen a Takashi Miike film, it can be both. Oh, we missed we missed the the comic relief at um the Ore Journal where Chief oh, is mad, yes. no one's picking up their phones, and IT lady's like, "Well, maybe headhunters are after them." And then Chief is like, "Oh no, I must be extremely nice to all my employees now." Apropos of nothing, with no evidence, IT lady is just like, mm, "Maybe they're being, maybe they're being picked up by other people." Maybe she just this wanted a raise. This woman extremely knows how to improve her her work situation. That is I, true. I applaud her. I I was slightly disappointed that the chief wasn't like Rico, maybe, but definitely not Shinji. Nah, he's because <laughs> that I think that would have been very funny. Like the way it was going, I thought the IT lady was go- subtly going. You know, I've had a couple offers. You might want to sweeten my pot. I was definitely wondering if she was going to imply that, or but maybe uh, maybe the chief takes that as as stated. Don't know. Um. So with that part, and then the stuff with Goro, Reiko goes to visit um, Takeshi's brothers, whose name I didn't even bother to note because spoilers, he dead now. Is he dead? I mean, the monster ate him. Okay, fair enough. I, I didn't know if it seemed like he might still be on the table to create further drama, but maybe he's just dead. I think he's pretty dead. Yeah, I, I, I get the feeling. We haven't seen any other people, like, go into the mirror world and still be alive, so... Yeah, no, pretty yeah. pretty much every uh, normal person that's been attacked by a mirror monster or gets pulled into the mirror world disappears... Unless yeah, they've saved. they've all been immediately killed. So, yeah. Yep. Um. So Reiko does go to visit the brother, though he tries to deny it, and then he gets pressed, and then he starts revealing info. Um, yeah, he 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 does the same thing that uh, Asakura did, where it's like, oh yeah, well my my brother died in the fire, and Reiko's like, well actually no, your brother's alive. And she just, I either, I guess she just neglects to inform the fact of, oh yeah, your brother's alive, and is a mul- is a murderer. She just doesn't say anything about that. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure, I'm sure those other things he already knew, because like it was, they informed him that he died in the car crash, so he okay, knew he was alive that's... beforehand. Yeah, that's he had to I have thought. known about his brother's background up until the recent car crash. Okay, that's... Alright, then I was... I mistook that as, oh, he had thought he had died of the fire. Um, so then Reiko asks if Takeshi has a good heart, and brings up that he said he tried to save his brother when there was a fire, and uh, luckily for Takeshi, his brother doesn't remember anything about the fire, really. Because he had, he had been knocked out, pro- I guess, due to smoke inhalation. And was also very young. Yep. Um, Yue's at the beach, and then Shinji and Ren meet up with her, and Yue's just like, I don't know what to do about any of this Kamen Rider, Mirror Monster, any of this stuff. And then a monster attacks. (laughs) Um, So the boys are chased away, and then Shiro shows up to talk to Yue 
where Shiro's like, no, like none of this has to deal with you at all, UA, so it's perfectly fine. Don't worry about it anymore. Also, let's have a flashback to the time we were at the beach when we were kids. Yeah, that's that's a good idea. <laughs> and then he's like, your future will give you joy and you should live on. Uh, suspicious. And then... I think he might be hiding something. Yeah, no, it is... It very much seems to be like a stop trying to investigate, stop asking questions, just do what I'm asking you to. God. Yeah, pretty much. It is kind of funny how, like, annoyed he seems about this, considering he's like a mirror world ghost deity or something at this point. Yeah, he is a lot of things. He seems very, very annoyed by this situation, considering his etherealness. You know. Stop, tr- Stop trying to investigate stuff. It's bad. No, but it's literally you disappeared from my life and I'm worried about you. No, shut up. Just listen. Don't. Uh, Man, shut up, Shiro. So then he he nopes out when the boys get back, and then etherically he's like, oh, by the way, your powers will come back with time. Don't worry about it. Yeah, it's like... (laughs) That wasn't really a thing. Don't worry about it. Can't you just... I I guess he lied. It's like, I'll I'll give you... Your powers will come back as soon as you find my sister. If I find the sister and the powers don't immediately come back. No, it's just just wait a little bit. Fine. Okay, bye. (laughs) Uh, I'm like... Shiro, do you know how this works, actually? Uh, probably not, to be honest. I'm starting to suspect he is bullshitting. Uh, he is... I get the feeling he might be just flying by the seat <laughs> of his pants. So, Shinji then lays out his, his dumb plan of changing people. Um, I mean... And not the writers. And he's like, I'm gonna keep doing that, UA. Don't worry about it. I mean, it's not an entirely a dumb plan. It... It makes sense, like, okay, if I'm able to change what the people are trying to do and, you know, understand why they want to do what they want to do and fix those problems, they don't need to be writers. But come on, man. But consider it's a dumb plan because it changes next episode. Yeah, that's true. Um, so then... Uh, I think he's, like, pretty... He's pretty thoroughly wrestling with the idea that, like, wait, maybe this was not... Maybe this is not gonna work out the way I was thinking it's going to. Which is true. Like, he's already there, kinda. Yeah, so then... Um, Reiko, hey... So they go back to meet up with Reiko, and Reiko lays out the whole thing about how she was hanging out with Takeshi the whole time. And everybody's like, that was a bad idea, why didn't you tell us? And she's like, well, I'm telling you now. Yeah, Ren, Ren's like, you definitely shouldn't do, do that, because that guy's super evil. And uh, it's, like, really obvious that he's, like, talking to Shinji while he's t- while he's saying this to Reiko. Yes. People are dangerous. You should be careful around people, because, oh no. What if they're horribly evil from birth or something? Yeah. Like, the one show where, like, the evil twin ate, like, the younger twin in the womb or something. The Venture Brothers? Yeah. I knew it was something. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, this is a thing I distinctly remember happening in a piece of media. Uh, I mean, it's a fairly common trope. Yeah, it's the, the, 
the fucking thing, completely ignoring how body de or child development works. Like, no, the evil twin ate the other embryo. Like, that's not. Yeah, that's how that works. I mean, it's... someone heard a description of I think it's called chimerism or something, and then was like, "Ooh, that's a good narrative hook." Which, to be fair, I probably couldn't resist if I was a writer either. Um, I mean, I guess it's just like, come on, man. Uh, also, Professor Xavier and Cassandra Nova, like, it, it's, there are probably more famous ones than just the dorky-ass ones I'm referencing. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of any, like, actual real-life versions of it that are publicized, because <sighs> there's the idea of, oh, the, the, the evil twin ate in the... No, that doesn't happen. Well, there aren't evil twins. Exactly. <laughs> It's not a thing. Um, so then, basically in the middle of the road when they're going to see Takeshi, Takeshi's there. And then we kind of have, like, the climax of the episode where it starts off and the younger brother's like, Hey, sorry about, like, not contacting you or whatever. Like, I didn't know you tried to save me. That was, like, kind of cool for you. And, like, maybe I can help you change into a better person. Aside from those murders you already did. Lol, guess uh, what? I lied. The conversation I was talking about between Ren, Reiko, and, and Shinji, that's like next episode. That's like after the situation happens. But yeah. I got it mixed up with the later scenes. You know, this is, uh, hey, brother, thanks. I didn't realize you tried to save me. I actually didn't. I, want, I, I set the fire to try and kill you. I've been evil forever. Lol. I always thought you were annoying. And that's why I'm a murderer. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh, yeah, by, by wanting to kill annoying people, that came from wanting to kill my brother. Ooh, boy. <laughs> and then he uses the power of his mirror monster to eat his brother. Which, okay, cool. The, this, okay. <laughs> this guy is like... He's... Oh, my God. You know, uh, uh, recently I had this weird experience where we, we went back through and watched all of the Dragon Ball Z movies. Oh boy. Uh, I was pretty excited to get to the Broly ones, because people always, like, cite those as, like, cool and exciting. People love that character. Uh, he has the, like, goofiest-ass backstory ever. Yeah, no, Broly is, um... Broly's something special. That, uh, okay, uh, I bring it up because he, uh, that character is also like, you annoyed me as a baby, therefore I am super evil and want to murder literally everyone. <laughs> I was a baby, and Kakarot wouldn't stop fucking crying. I'm gonna kill that bitch! Not, and not just him, also the entire universe. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I will kill everything because I was annoyed once. And I'm like, is this like a trope? in japan because it's a weird trope it's a weird one yes the trope of being noisy when you are a child upsetting someone and then that person deciding to become like a megalomaniacal nihilistic like murderer right yes yeah, totally makes sense yeah because don't you know anything everything that happens to you when you're a child if that that is your entire worldview and can never change ever. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, things that happen to you as a kid generally inform people's personalities, but, like. Uh, 
That is that is where it's determined whether or not you become evil or not. Um, so Takeshi's brother gets gets eaten by a snake, and then Reiko gets knocked out. Um, and Reiko's like, "Hey, what what happened to that guy?" Well, to, so <laughs> that that happens a little later. Right? So, like for that point, though, like regular people can't see the mirror monster, so can't they? No, they can't because that's why she was having like a hard time when she's looking at the video and stuff in the next episode. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. I thought they could see them. They just typically move incredibly fast. I don't. It seemed I, like she couldn't see them because it looked like they flashed back to like what she thought she saw, and then it didn't show any monster or anything. Okay, that might be. I might have glanced away for a second. Um. So then, so then there's basically a writer fight. Shinji's like, "Oh man, I can't believe there's a human as bad as you." And Ren's like, "Ah, he's not a human. He's just a monster. We're gonna go fight now." I'm, I'm, I, I'm sorry, this Ren. This is, like, one of the first first times I, like, have a, a serious problem with, like, the staging of a writer fight. Because Shinji, like, well, while Zolda and Ren are fighting the, um, Oga, like, Shinji's off fighting some random monster who's been attacking them for this episode, and I'm like, why? Like, <laughs> this is the emotional crux of the episode. Have him be involved. Why is he off doing some random other thing? Because he's got to be distracted so that... He's got to be distracted so he can't stop the other two from trying to kill the bad person he doesn't want to kill. Yeah, he's, it's... he's, he's got to have a reason that he can't jump in and stop them. I don't know. It's just... It feels like it seriously undercuts the drama to me to not have Shinji be there with them. I mean, Chris, it is... You are not wrong. It is also undercutting. But it is... It is so that he can't jump in and stop them. Well, maybe he would just... Maybe he could just fail at stopping them. Yeah. That's... Would be... That's how drama works. We have be. a quota of a monster fight per episode. We had to put it in somewhere. I guess... I guess. Um, so then, like, um, Fortune Teller's guys, Stingray comes back, and Takeshi's like, ah, reverse card. Oga uses the polymerization card. Yeah, to... and then he, like, he, he like, get a robos the shit, and gets, like, a super monster. Combines all the monsters. It's the fact that he has just had so many of these fucking cards. It's like, oh, I'm just gonna deus ex machina when... And it looks like I'm going to be defeated because the heroes are number me. mildly competent. The, the story's just going to go lol no and give decide me new powers. To start, decide to stop dicking around and actually pay attention to this guy. But then Ren's but like, no. let me show you my holographic card. And it's... I, guess... I actually do kind of like his goofy stingray snake rhino thing. <laughs> like, the fair. monster itself is cool. But, man... It looks like a wacky fantasy monster that I kind of like. So then the episode kind of just ends with, like, the Gatai monster shooting all of the other writers. And they're all like, ah, oh no. Yeah, it shoots them all with white smoke and they're all like, oh god, ow. And then, yeah, that's it. My one weakness. But then Ren has the survive card. Yeah, so then we go into the next episode and Ren's like, ah... You know I have this holographic card, and then and then his final vent is still super dumb. <laughs> That's uh, Ren's final vent. 
you're talking about? Yeah, where he has to have Darkwing come, and then Darkwing has to turn into the motorcycle. And then the motorcycle has to become the missile. Well, first it turns into, like, a hobgoblin glider glider that he rides on, and then it turns into a motorcycle. Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's pretty ridiculous. It's pretty wild. I I don't know, I think I actually kind of like this one. I mean, I like it. It's it is a lot of it is a very very dumb thing, but man, it's like dumb in the best way. It is very dumb. I definitely am ready for for Shinji to maybe get a su- survive upgrade because uh, his powers have all looked kind of dumb for most of the show. What he has like cool sword and cool shield and like fire punch. I, I'm not a. I, I think that they don't represent those very well with uh, the graphics. They're just not that impressive. Not really, no. I guess that's fair. Like Shinji yeah. is. I like that one time he like had the shields on his back as like an accessory, and then two of the swords. That was pretty cool. They should do. They should have done that again. Shinji is the is kind of the most interesting character, but not because of any of his visual design. That's like, fair. Yeah. Ryuki's visual design is still kind of just basic, and I wouldn't say boring, but it's very simple compared to all the other writers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Compared to Ren and Enzolda, he's much. He's very plain looking, and that's fine. But it's getting to the point now where it's like, can he get something more, please? That would be nice. He will at some I mean, point. He- I'm assuming he gets a survive upgrade. I'd hope so. Uh, unless they all have like a, uh, unless they all have a specific verb for the a special card. I mean, I could see that. I, the survive one is good because that's that has been like the core of the yeah. those who don't fight won't survive thing. Yeah, that that like kind of plays into Rin's theme. So I, if that's his special thing, I would buy that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So then they get out of this fight, and then they basically get Reiko, and they go back into the car. And Reiko wakes up, and then they lie about the whole monster-eating Takeshi's brother. He's like, oh, he just <laughs> disappeared. Yeah, well, that's yeah, what happened. With the incredibly thin lie that the brother just ran away. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh yeah, like, he oh, just Don't ran worry off. about it. And even Reiko is like, he, he ran off? Yeah. Yeah, he's. Do just, we he need to worry ran, about that? No. He just ran away. Are, <laughs> yeah, are we gonna follow up? Nah. I'm sure he's fine. And then Reiko's like, "I messed up with Takeshi," and Ren's like, "Yep, you sure did." People. Yeah, this totally is where they have that conversation. Not saying any Whoa. named Shinji. <laughs> yeah, where Ren is like subtweeting Shinji as he talks to Reiko. Re- I'm sitting here going, Ren. Ren, come on, buddy. You are literally the example that people can change. <laughs> you are you have you have literally changed since the beginning of this show, and you're sitting here going, "No, but people don't change, though." And I think yeah, you remember those times you're all like murdering people is good, actually. He he, he it sounded more like Ren. He he is trying to fall back on that stuff to, so that he doesn't have to focus on the fact that oh yeah no wait I'm changing fuck. No, that's fine. I we mean, don't have to worry about that. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to make the much less dumb point that 
maybe some people can't change or don't want to. Which, fair. Like, change has to come from within. You can't, like, you, you, can do, you can scream yourself blue in the face explaining why someone's wrong or what they need to do, but if they don't want to change, they're not going to. No, like, it, it's more complicated than just, like, they can or they can't. Yep. So, like, yeah. If we're being generous to Ren, he's trying to make that point, but it does not really seem like they're going that, for that deep yet. So, really. after that, they cut to the cafe where Ren's like, ha, I totally win. And Shinji's like, no, you don't know for sure yet. Now I'm betting on the lawyer. Psych. <laughs> Got yeah, him. it's fun thing of, it's like, ha, people can't actually change. Well, no, you can change. You're still going to try and change Asakura after all this? No. Well, no, that guy sucks, actually. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, t- I'm talking about the lawyer, which... Yeah, fair. The lawyer has a greater chance. Even if he's, like, specifically been like, lol, no. Or less of a chance if you're Ren, you think. Yeah, yeah. which... I, I do think that's interesting that, that Ren postulates that Kidoka has, like, less capacity for personal growth than the crazy murderer dude. I mean, rich people, am I right? Yeah, seriously. Um, so then we cut to Kidoka. He's like injured and he can't stab food properly. Which yeah, I guess his arm got hurt when they got white smoked by the the tribe monster. I think he got knocked. Didn't he get like knocked down or something? He might have. Yeah. Yeah, they all did, but I guess he got the worst of it. And then like, yeah, like okay, I what if you're if his arm is hurt I, why are you having so much trouble spearing cherry tomatoes uh he probably doesn't use forks very often that's i guess it just seems odd that he's i mean if s- i were to be generous i would assume it's because he's not just not used to using that utensil now i i know you mean it i know you meant that it, he uses other utensils but my brain goes oh it's because goro feeds him all the time <laughs> i mean maybe <laughs> No, I, I was thinking because he's used to using chopsticks, probably. Yeah, no, like that—that's the logical version. But my brain, my brain is now canonized. No, it's just that Goro feeds him like a baby because Kidoka is that much of a shit. Um. Anyway, Goro's in a suit and he's gonna go do some lawyer things for Kidoka, I guess. Because Kidoka is injured, so I guess he's going on his own. And then. Shinji comes to visit the lawyer and he brings him a gift and he's like, alright. Alright, so like, I was angry at you, but like, I didn't know all the info, but and I'm definitely for sure smarter now, and I just want to talk. Did I mention that I just want to talk? Yeah, it... Kido, cause like, great, I would love to do that. How about you do some chores for me? The, the way it was shot very much made me think that Shinji had given this big, long, impassioned speech that we're only hearing the tail end of because Kitaoka was just not paying attention at all. <laughs> Although, bringing the gift to at least get in the door, good choice, Shinji. You are start. You are learning a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Are, is the gift those dango things? I think yeah, it is. Yeah. He brought him some sweets. Oh, okay. How appropriate, Monster Hunter joke here. Yeah. Oh. 
fluffy bunny donko. Um, they're a healthy treat. Or however that song goes. Yeah, I can't remember it right now. Yeah, I don't know. I, I listen to it once and then I kind of skip it. So I'm like, alright, I want to... Let me go, I want to go hunt the monster now. <laughs> I do like the fluffy bunny dongo, though I do kind of miss the incredibly elaborate cooking from Monster Hunter. Yeah, World. it... The dongo is nice. And it's nice and... It's nice and ornate animation, but it's like, it's not... It's not grand. Ma- it's not the grandmaster me- or grandmaster chef, and it's not grand meow. <laughs> True. I mean, I know I should probably like give it more credit because it's like an integration of of game with with aesthetic. Because like each dongo gives you a different buff. That's like really. That's just a good idea. That's they incorporate it visually, but like I really like the grandmaster chef. Yeah. No. Those. <laughs> Grandmaster Chef is great. It's the do- like the Dongo themselves are visually impressive, and the fact that it changes based on what you choose is good. But now, give me the big ornate meal that is obviously too much food for one person. <laughs> so I mean, they still show you like a uh, scarf the three giant Dongo in one bite. So yeah, that's true. Yeah. You, you get a little bit of that effect still. So Monster Hunter aside. Back at Ori Journals, Reiko's like, I'm not so sure the brother's dead. And this is where, like, I think she can't see the monsters. Yeah, it's... Because she turned... Didn't... Did she actually watch him get eaten? Well, I think she, like, turned and, like, I guess just, like, saw him disappear. It's like, I, I... It is not entirely clear on what, like, normal humans can see of this. Maybe it just happened so fast she's, like, not sure what she saw. It's possible. And then there's, like, the office shenanigans keep going where Chief's like, Hey, Reiko, how about a vacation? <laughs> please please don't leave me without my only good worker. <laughs> yeah. um, Shinji... I have one competent technical person and one competent journalist. Yep. And one Shinji who takes up basically a part-time job with Kidaoka. Because Shinji's a good boy, but a dumb boy. Yeah. I get what he's trying to do, but Kidoka's just taking advantage of it. Yeah. And then Ren, like, drives by, and Ren's like, hey, Yue's back. Let's go. And Shinji's like, no, I'm definitely going to do this. This is what I can do right now. And Shai... Alright, Shinji. Like, you are really trying... To do your thing, and I... Props to that, I guess. Yeah. Um, so then... Shinji's been getting kicked around a lot for a couple episodes now. That's true. I'm starting to feel bad for him. It is is very much a thing that... It feels like he had... You know, he got his intro, and it's like, Oh, here's this idealistic young kid, relatively. And... The entire show has seemed to be law. What a fucking dumbass kid! Let the let the world grind him down. I mean, he's gotten a win here and there. He, like, it's not like the, he hasn't had any like wins. You're right. He hasn't. It's not that he hasn't had any wins, but it doesn't feel. It feels like even when he wins, there is an underlying current of you won, but not because of your philosophy. 
I think <laughs> I'm I'm starting to think that this might mean that like Ren's an just Ren's an extremely bad friend because anytime Shinji's feeling good, Ren just shows up and is like, "Uh, no, you're dumb, actually." Yeah, you succeeded at that thing, but not because you're like smart or good at things. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem to be like the best friend. <laughs> Ren, you're such a jerk. <laughs> what is your problem? So then, some pe some basically yakuza show up to blackmail Kitaoka. And then a mirror monster kind of happens around the same time, and so Shinji and Loy are kind of distracted by that. And then the black blackmailing people leave, and they're like, "Oh, the monster is probably after those blackmail people, huh?" Um, also yeah. to be noted, Shinji was making gyoza. That kind of comes back later, I guess. I mean, it's <laughs> it comes back in the sense that he he was making gyoza for lunch because Kidoka had said, "I don't care what you make, just make something tasty," and I guess. Kitaoka's Kitaoka scoffs because I guess gyoza are considered like cheap food. But then that makes but sense. But then like yeah. there's like, this gyoza are... there's like this food wars esque scene of Goro eating it, and it's just like oh <laughs> yeah, he does like we don't see it but he's totally having the mental orgasm thing going on in his head where it's like oh tasting all yeah, the I flavors that that's totally unfair it's nothing like a food war sequence. Sorry, he's having a ratatouille <laughs> moment. <laughs> he does seem to be really enjoying the gyoza. I was also like, the last time I had gyoza was when I went out to a Chinese buffet more than a year ago. <sighs> yeah. So anyway, so Lawyer and Shinji follow the car. Um, Ren, and then we cut to like Ren trying to stop Yue from seeing Shiro. Because Yue's like, well, he's lying, obviously. And then Ren's like, fine, I'll go. But then Yue asks about Eri, and then that cuts immediately to where the chief at Ore Journal got a note saying that he would shave his head if Takeshi was actually dead instead of alive. And I mean, I guess it's been long enough. Like, I, I'm not entirely sure how long it's been in universe, but I guess it's been long enough that people are like hey he's actually dead he hasn't popped back up again you should shave your head right which didn't he just say that on like a phone call with one guy so like did that guy publicize that call or is he just still harassing i, him? I think it is literally the guy that probably same just, guy calling and sending messages probably just still harassing him <laughs> because uh. the people are insane like that yep um, Reiko is meanwhile looking through the footage of Takeshi escaping jail and she can't see him in his writer form and all that. Yeah, but she, she keeps, she, she's obsessively think she's, she obsessively thinks that something is going on there, that she could probably see something. And she does eventually. Yeah. At the very end of the episode. Um. So then we cut back to Shinji and Kitaoka, where Kitaoka makes the joke about the smelling, like, gyoza and stinking up his car or whatever. Because um, apparently Shin Shinji makes gyo Shinji is the best kind of cook, where it's, how much garlic do we put in it? All the garlic. More. Yeah, it, it's good for the heart, the, right? The answer, the answer to how much garlic is more. Yes. And if, if, if the recipe doesn't need garlic, you're wrong. It, it should have some, but it's but it's a but it's a cake. Huh? It's a savory cake now. Oh, Garlic powder, man. 
Okay. Um, thoughts about garlic powder aside. Um, and then basically Kido Okish is basically like, ah, let's just stop chasing these Yakuza that are going to get killed by this monster anyway. I'll figure out something I I originally wanted to because I needed an alibi, but I'll come up with something instead. It's, it's not like anyone will care if this guy dies. I mean, he's a bad dude. I mean, they do seem pretty evil. But then I mean, Shin- yeah. But then Shinji's like, no, no, no. Now this time I know for sure. At first, I wanted to fight monsters and save people. Then I wanted to stop the fighting. Then I wanted to stop the people who were the riders to stop the fighting. But now I realize I I want to go back to fighting the monsters to (laughs) save the people. Because I I had had forgotten my original reason, which was literally just save people. Which, uh, good... Like that's okay. the important bit, Shinji. Saving people's lives. So so we're back on track. Shinji's like, I'm gonna save these people. Elsewhere, uh Ren and uh yeah, Yui are having like are uh at the hospital where Ren's girlfriend's in a coma. Yeah, and then she's and then Ren's like, Oh, someone else was visiting her. I guess that was you. I know it probably is, but now I'm thinking like, okay, but who's the- there's obviously there's probably a third person visiting her now too. Yep, yeah, that person doesn't use a sign-in. because the third person's probably Shiro and no one can see him. Yeah, um, but then that would make sense, all of a sudden, yeah. Ari starts to get worse. So gasp, drama. Yeah, it's she, after being. They just say she's getting worse, and then they like don't go anywhere with that. Yeah, well, cu- yeah, yeah. The episode cuts. Uh, I'm not sure they've had enough time for it to go anywhere yet. So then, um, Shinji and Kidoka continue to follow the car, and then the car catches on, and then they get beat up. Or Shinji mostly gets beat up. Cause... Because they're... They are not doing a very good job of t- tailing this car. No. <laughs> they're doing an extremely bad job. They're just, like, following directly behind it. Just like, da 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 and you'd think... That's how car chases go. It is no surprise to me that these people who are probably part of, like, professional career criminals are able to go, oh, yeah, now we're being followed. Oh, look, it's that dumbass. And then they, and then they beat them up. Yeah. I'm always confused about this because I'm like, is assault not a crime in Japan? Well, it I'm is. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> it is, but, like... All you could really do is go to the police and, like, hey, these guys beat me up. These Yakuza guys beat me up. And you'd have to give a visual description, and then that's all they'd work on. And then probably the Yakuza have people on the inside that are be like, eh, let's just get rid of that. I mean, the guy came by and gave his name, didn't he? Like, like Kidoka knows... Kidoka makes it seem like he knows this dude. Or that he was expecting him or something. Yeah, I, I don't know. Law and Yakuza, probably just a bad mix. Yeah, I suppose that makes um, sense. But anyway, That's the Mir Monster... Too much more trouble than it's yeah. worth. But then the Mir Monster is about to kill them, and Shinji and Kitaoka both kick it and then go go start fighting it. Yeah, like... It's good. And then they fight Gun Monster. Who has just got guns in his chest for some reason. Yeah, he's Gun Monster. Is that actually its name? No, but that's what I'm calling it. Okay. 
And then, um... Kid... It's a hammerhead shark, right? Maybe. God. We're gonna learn it's like a... Like a, the chupacabra or something. <laughs> I, I've learned to just... Every time something obviously looks like a certain animal, I'm no, like, well... No, this one is definitely... definitely not that. Right this time, Chris. It's definitely a hammerhead shark. <laughs> God damn it. Of course. Okay. It's the abyss hammer. Huh. That's that's a good name. Uh, I I like the design. It looks kind of cool. Uh, so Kidaoka, because of his injured arm, he can't he can't card good. So he makes Shinji keep using his cards, and then Shinji keeps getting angry when the weapons and stuff go to Kidaoka instead. Cause like yeah, I guess. Like, I'm not sure if it's because Kidaoka is getting in the way, or if it's actually because of Kido, what Kidaoka says. Kidaoka's explanation is, well, they're my cards, so of course it goes to me. I think that seems legitimate. Yeah, I guess that's just a th- how the cards work. Like, stealing someone's deck wouldn't do anything, really, because the cards would, if you tried to use well, the cards, they would still go to them. But the problem is, is that then, since... Before he died, Mantis Ray Boy, whatever his name is, Fortune Teller, the survive card was his. So why didn't it go to him? I think the survive card's special. Yeah, it's it's holographic. It's special. I mean, okay. Um, anyway, so. they, they fight and beat that monster. Yeah. And then back in the non-Mir world... The- Zolda uses his uh, his double shoulder mounted cannons. He looks like an armored core character for a bit, which I love. Love that. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, it's it's quite good. Um, back in non mirror world, um, Ares or Ares is taken into serious condition, and Reiko is watching the footage and finally finds a reflection of what looks to be Shiro in one of the reflective surfaces. It's it's definitely like. We saw that specific part of him walking in the reflection yeah. earlier. Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Okay. And that's these episodes. Again, it we it, it definitely kind of feels like we are in the mid mid season slump. Like stuff is happening. And information is giving to us, but it's kind of like, can we? The the preview shows a major confrontation between UA and and uh, Shiro, and I'm like, okay, can, I really hope they stop doing the thing where they fake me out on the previews. Yeah, like, <laughs> like I don't I actually have the thing in the preview happen this time, guys. Like, I don't I don't trust that any major confrontation <laughs> is going to be happening. <laughs> uh, also, apparently, a new writer is in the next episode. So who that'll, who that'll be might cool. be an actual child? <laughs> Which, uh, we do, we have been actually needing someone to shake things up, because, like, yeah. And if, if it is actual <laughs> child writer, I am down for that, because that just makes Kanzaki Shiro all the fucking worse. Yeah. And, uh, ha- yeah, having a child in a death battle is always an interesting plot point. Yeah, and then that pretty much wraps everything up for this week. Uh, we're a podcast. And remember when they did that in Future Diary? Future Diary is bad. I've not watched Future Diary. Is that the one with you know? Yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> it's not... Rec- I would not recommend it. 
Um, yeah, I, I have... I have heard that it's like it's an interesting premise, but it's nah, not worth it. So yeah, we're a <laughs> podcast on the internet at journeythroughthedecacast.com, where there are links to all the podcatchers, Chris's and mine's Twitter, the network Twitter, and email. And uh, next week we'll be back uh, with something. Everyone wish Garrett happy birthday! Happy birthday! Woo! It was Yay. my birthday this week. You can wish me a happy birthday. Get ever older and don't let the eventual heat death of the universe and our inconsequentiality and everything that goes on in the greater scale mean nothing. Don't ever let that set in. Ah, don't worry. I'll I'll be dead before any of that happens. (laughs) It's like, I'll be dead before any of that matters. Uh, Next time, we'll be back with a thing. Kamen Rider or Tokusatsu related, probably. And until next time, we're just a passing through podcast. Remember that. Good thing you're not irredeemably evil, because there's nothing that can be done about that.